Yes, indeed, your faithful God. Throughout the ages, you remain the same faithful God. Thank you for your presence in our midst. Thank you for the testimonies that which you've said concerning us bring it to fruition. Only you can do that. As your word comes, Holy Spirit, teach your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Shout it out to Jesus. Put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. <laughs> hallelujah. Clap for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. And then, uh, the, the prison worship team, they're on fire. Amen. Yeah. Clap for them. They also deserve something. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. We always want to appreciate our instrumentalists. They are a rare gift. If you have them in your church and you don't appreciate them and recognize them and they seek some interests elsewhere. It is very easy to miss them. Thank God they are with us. God bless you for deciding to play in the house of God and here at PIWC. Amen. Amen. PIWC, are you in the house? Hallelujah. This morning I'm going to treat a topic that I believe I needed about three Sundays um, to do a series, but I'm going to try to compress these truths and uh, so that every one of us will live here uh, blessed and with practical understanding of this topic. Amen. Um, I want to interview a volunteer who will volunteer to be subjected through a short interview, one to two minutes. Yes, what's your name? Abby, come. Yes, come up. Okay, so we haven't planned this. I just want you to know. Yeah, so if it goes awry, yes, forgive me. Your name, please. Abby. How long have you been a Christian? Um, I think I gave my life to Christ 2009. 2007, 2008. 2007, yeah. 2008. Uh, have you spent any time in your life reflecting on that day and thanking God for that particular day? Honest. Probably. I don't remember. You don't remember. Yeah. Okay. How has your Christian walk been? Uh, ups and downs. <laughs> ups and downs. Yeah. yeah. Tell us something about, tell us more. What, what makes, why do you say ups and downs? Um. Well, I moved from Ghana to here in 2011, right. and I think um, when I was in Ghana, I was a better Christian than I was when mm -hmm. I came here. Okay. So, ups and downs. Ups and downs. Yeah. Okay. That's all I wanted to hear, ups and downs. You passed the interview. <laughs> God bless you. Ups and downs. Abby, you're preaching to the choir. Ups and downs. I can positively say that there is no Christian in the house this morning who would not reflect or really repeat 
or identify with what Abi just said. Very little we look back and thank God and really appreciate the day we got saved. But we spend a lot of time trying to make it right with the ups and downs. And this morning, I just pray that the Holy Spirit will lead me to encourage you on the topic of new creation. New creation. The new creation and the possessing the nation's agenda. New creation. Our scripture is taken from 2 Corinthians 5, 17. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 17. I'll be past that interview, ups and downs. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Bible says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. Amen. If anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone. The new is here. You know, one of the things that if you're not a Christian will always puzzle you if you're not a Christian and you know, you know uh, what the Bible says concerning human beings, one of the things that would puzzle you is the fact that God or the Bible says that we are sinful by creation. We are hostile to God. Bible says that we, are, we were darkness and right now we are children of the light. We are evil by nature. Bible says that we are enemies with God. The natural man is enmity with God. And but you see, the question that anyone will ask him or herself is if we are all that bad, if scripture refers to us as that evil, then how come that knowing that God is a God of truth. God is a holy God. Knowing that he is a God who does not tolerate sin, how come that with all these descriptions about the human being, how come are we able to come to God? How is it that it is possible that he sees us and allows us into his presence? It is a question that I believe that anyone who understands who God is and appreciates the kind of person you are, or in fact, you were, in your mind, in our minds, it's just, a, it's, just a, it's just plain miraculous that people like us, God brings us into his presence. And when you ask that question, the answer is the wonderful truth of what theologians refer to as regeneration. So behind all this believing in God, behind all this loving Jesus Christ, behind all these desires to be holy, to be a good human being, a good Christian, behind all that is one miracle 
It is God's regenerating grace that brings us to this point. So this morning, by the help of the Spirit of God, we are going to look at the new creation. We're going to look at regeneration. We're going to look at what it entails or what actually we receive or what our responsibilities are when we become Christians. We're going to explore that. Regeneration is the miracle of God's grace in which he gives you new birth. He gives you new life and makes you a new creation. It is a miracle of God's grace in which he gives you spiritual life. And he raises you from your dead sins and raises you with Jesus Christ. It is a change that happens inside of you by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Derek Prince, one of my favorite authors, said that regeneration is God's work in us that in turn birthed our work in him. Hallelujah. God's work in us, which in turn, or after he worked in us, birthed something in us. That birthed something, birthed something in us that makes us work in him. So if you believe that God has saved you, then you went through a process of regeneration. You don't feel it. You don't touch it. But Bible says that God totally changes you and makes you a brand new creation. So the day Abby and most of us and all of us raised our hands and gave our lives to Jesus, instantly there was regeneration of our spirit man. And God made that decision and said that no matter what has happened in the past, from today onwards, you are mine. Cleanse us from our sins and forgive us of everything that we have done in the past. Regeneration. In the context of the new creation also, regeneration is a complete transformation that begins a continuing process. And I'll explain. When you became a Christian, when regeneration happened, when God gave you new life, when he forgave you all your sins, he did not stop there. Something was birthed in you that began a continuing process of walking with him. The interviewee said, it's called ups and downs. So your salvation, beloved of God, reminding you this morning that your salvation is something that Christ has done. Something that Christ has given you as a gift. But also, in the same vein, he began a process in you that will make you journey through this life till the day he extends his hands and sends you home. So I want us to look at the new creation and the, re the new creation and regeneration as one, a completed work, that is when you receive your salvation, and then a continuing work 
which theologians refer to as sanctification. Hallelujah. What he has done is to give you life, new birth. We call that regeneration. But also, after he did that, he set the course for us to live this life with the ups and downs, but because he is with us, if you understand this principle, you know very well that he will take you through those ups and downs. And we're going to see how the regeneration, the positional sanctification, when you receive Christ, when you were forgiven of your sins, and the sanctification, the journey, we're going to see how the regeneration and the sanctification of our experience, how they work for our good. Amen. First, we are going to look at seven scriptures that further buttresses this point. That no matter where you find yourself, no matter, no matter what the enemy speaks to your mind, something has been done and accomplished in our lives that can never be changed. That nobody can take it from us. The scripture we just read, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Bible says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. Amen. It is one of the scriptures explaining regeneration. And it tells us that when regeneration happens, it is something that just happens miraculous and it just positionally, God makes a decision and forgives you of your sins and gives you the gift of grace and then basically instantly determines that you are his son, you are his daughter. Hallelujah. The scripture did not say, no, you are becoming an old, I mean a new creation. The scripture did not say that gradually you are forming. You are forming into a spot which will come to a place where or which will define further who you are in Christ. Bible says that the moment you become a Christian, the moment you are called somebody who is in Christ, you are instantly a new creation. Hallelujah. Everything of the past is gone. It is not a process. The regeneration period is not a process. God did not take you through certain aspects of life and then you pass those aspects of life and you go to a point that he gave you a certificate that you passed. No. It is done. You, one day you got up, said the sinner's prayer and boom, God said, you have it, it's done. You are a new creation. The old is gone. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. Bible says, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. This is definitive language, beloved of God. Paul said that it has happened. You are now 
in Christ. You have been crucified with Christ. It has happened. There is no further explanations. There's no further questions. It has been given unto you now. You have been crucified with Christ. When did I go to the cross? When did I hang on the cross? But Paul is saying that this is what happened to me. Paul said, this happened to me. I have been crucified with Christ. Boom, it's done. No ifs, ands, or buts. So I just want you to recollect there is a day in your life that you became a new creation without any work, without any hustling of your own. God took you. Doesn't matter what anybody says. Doesn't matter what you are doing right now. As a matter of fact, you're sitting on this pew right now. It doesn't matter the challenges, the ups and downs you're going. Let us not forget that one day, a day came in your life that God determined that you are a new creation. You are a new creation. You see, you and I, our minds cannot comprehend that. Because if you fault me, if you fault a human being, it takes a special grace of God for the human being to forgive and forget. So our natural mind cannot comprehend this. God took our souls and our spirits through a regeneration process in heaven. And then for as far as we know, he just gave it to us. Paul said, I have been crucified with Christ. Not that I am trying to be crucified with Christ. I'm gradually, I'm being crucified with Christ and eventually I will be a new creation. He said it's done. Positionally you're crucified with Christ. Colossians 3, 1 through 3. Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is. Seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died. Somebody say, you died. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. One day something happened. One day in your life that Paul is reminding the church in Colossae that you know what? Set your minds on things above. You're no longer, you do not, you no longer belong to the things around here. Nobody can lay claim on you. Set your minds on things about why? Because a day came that you died with Christ. And when you died with Christ, your life was hidden in Christ Jesus. Positionally, one day came, thank God, after so many years of struggles, after so many years of trying to, trying to define my spiritual life and, and, and understand who God is and, and all those ups and downs, one day came that I stood in the presence of God and the day I stood in the presence of God, everything else that had happened prior, God forgot, God forgave and said that today you are being buried with Christ. And... I know that, just like some of you, I know you won't admit it, but I know that it happened to you too. I mean, I will say my own. 
if there is any Christian here who went to God repeatedly to find out whether what had happened was actually true, it's here. My wife doesn't want me to say these things too much. But every time, is this the, because there was no change in my spirit. I, just like princess, woke up and everything else was the same. Hallelujah. There was a zeal to do the work of God, yes. But physically, there was no change. And anytime there's a program, I will be one of the first people to go and stand there and give my life to Christ again. There was one time that if I had that knowledge, I would have understood that that one time that you raised your hand and accepted Christ, that's it. Everything changed for you. But then it birthed a process of life which is called sanctification, which would be life's ups and downs. We'll get to that. You are, for you died. Paul did not say that you are sick, you are in the process of dying and eventually, no, no, no. You died and you were buried with Christ. And when that happened, on that day, you were hidden with Christ in God. I don't know how you see that. But for me, hidden in Christ is enough for me. But then in God, again, the enemy cannot touch you. 1 Corinthians 6, 19. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. See, this is definitive. You have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. 3 says, for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. Hallelujah. The church in Corinth were struggling with this. And Paul is saying that your body, your body, Paul said, for you, 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 you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. And he goes further to say that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. The moment you became a Christian, God sets your body up, the greatest and the most spiritual Airbnb. The Holy Ghost can come anytime and settle there and live there. Hallelujah. Ephesians 5.8. This is, this is one of my, the best. For you were once darkness. You were once darkness. But now you are light in the Lord. Boom! You became light in the Lord. Let us appreciate that. We were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Your nature has changed because Christ lives within you, beloved of God. Regeneration occurred. And you became different the first day you gave your life to Christ. Romans 6.22 I mean, think about it. You were once darkness. Human beings, the Bible says that you, are, you were once darkness. You better believe that. But thank God, Jesus plunged his eternal light into us at a particular spot in time. 
First Peter 1, 23. Says, for you have been born again. Look, look at those, the verbs. You have been born again. It has happened. Not of perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living and enduring word of God. You have been born again. Not a little born again. The transaction is completed, beloved of God. Either it happened or it did not happen. You, are, you cannot be half born. You can't be half pregnant either. It's either you are pregnant or you are not pregnant. The moment the baby comes, it is one process. Boom, the baby comes and the baby is born. You have been born again. Transaction is complete. Regeneration. A transaction that gives rise to a continuing process. The continuing process is a sanctification. God changes you gradually. God puts you through this life so that gradually you take the form of Jesus Christ. Gradually you be like Jesus Christ. That is a process. But regeneration begins, the new creation experience begins and gradually the Lord will take you through the ups, the downs, and in the process makes you be like Jesus. I know that everything we've said is very theoretical. I want us to look at two practical experiences of this regeneration and a sanctification. The time came that positionally we were born, born again. And then the Lord did not take us home instantly. He left us on this earth and we live this life even through these struggles. I want you to understand that the regeneration is the root of all growth in your Christian life. Because think about it. When you were born again, you were given brand new life. Hallelujah. Dead things cannot grow. If you put a stone in the earth, it cannot germinate. But if you put a seed under the ground, the seed dies, but it springs forth because there's life embedded in the seed. So the regeneration experience gives us life in Christ that makes, gives us the ability to mature in Christ whilst we go through the process of sanctification. It is life that grows. It is the engine that drives the progress in a Christian life. If you're here and you have the willingness, you have the, the impetus, you have the initiative to be like Christ, to do the right things, to be holy, to live a righteous life, it is because there was a time that the regeneration experience came to you, put life in you, and that, that life is trying to bear fruit as you live your life as a Christian. Hallelujah. So that, this is the practical side. If you ever come to the place in your life 
when you say to yourself, I am inadequate. I am unable to do this. Sometimes it's hard to use this word in the pulpit, but sometimes you even feel useless. Sometimes you feel that you're failing. You're failing God. Hey, you're failing God. You're failing your family. You're failing your parents. You're failing your children. Sometimes you feel weak because you can't do much. Sometimes you feel insufficient. So many thoughts come through your mind. Maybe you even fall into some sins. The progress you question yourself why you are behaving like that. And sometimes you feel inadequate. Maybe ashamed of yourself. Maybe these thoughts come in your mind and you're thinking, am I even a Christian? Beloved of God, if you're here and you go through that, here it is. Let God tell you who you are. At that moment. Let God tell you. Be reminded. Of who you are. You are a new creation in Christ. It happened. You have been crucified. With Christ. You have been raised. With Christ. You have been given a new life. Your body is a temple of God. Let God tell you these things. Let God take you back to the regeneration period, the day that you became a Christian. Let these scriptures encourage you. You are light in this dark world. Yes, your mind is telling you so many negative things, but stand with your hand raised up and say that I am a new creation. Say to yourself that I have been born again. I'm a new creation. The old is past. Bible says, behold, everything is new. You're still going through pain and struggle. But stand, because that is the beginning. That is the most encouraging word. Without regeneration, you cannot have the faith and then the trust or better still, the ability to live right. Lay hold. Lay hold on that principle that once God took you, forgave you, loved you, and placed you in a position where you can grow. Mm, I'm a brand new man. All things are passed away. I'm born again. More than a conqueror. That's what I am. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. All things are passed away. I'm born again. More than a conqueror. That's what I am. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. Understand 
that when those thoughts come into your mind, lay hold on that truth that you are a new creation. You are born again. You are God's child. You were buried with Jesus Christ. You are light in this dark world. Lay hold on that fact and let it encourage you that there is life in you that God planted in you. It is just a matter of time. It's just a phase that you're going through. And because you are no longer slaves to the kingdom of the dark, that you are slaves to God, you have control over whatever that situation in your life is. All the scriptures, the seven scriptures we read about the new creation, within those scriptures are also hints of sanctifications. Something that is pushing you, saying that this is your state right now, but stand on that state that you are as God's new creation and live this right, the right way. Live this life the right way. Number one, therefore, if anyone is in Christ Jesus, he's a new creation. The old is gone. It means that you are a new creation. Walk in that newness. Hallelujah. Galatians 2.20 I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live. The, but Christ lives in me. Christ lives in you. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. The Son of God loves you. You've been crucified with Christ. Set your minds on things that Christ wants you to set your minds on and live that life as though you've been crucified with Christ. 1 Corinthians 6.19 You have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts and things above. That means that from today going forward, put your mind on Christ. Rely on him. So there is a regeneration and there's this sanctification. Beloved of God, don't feel put down one second if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. Yes, no matter what the mistakes that you make, there is still life in you. Rise up on your two good feet and say to Christ Jesus, I know there's life in me. The Spirit of God dwells in me. Give me the power to move on. One of the biggest things that separate people who lose hope comes to their wits, their wits end and completely lose hope. They are so despondent. They don't know what to do. The one thing that keeps most of them going is that they know in their hearts that there is a God who saved them and they hold on. And may the Lord watch over them and take them over the hump. It is easy to do anything to yourself if you feel that you, this life you came in, there's nothing. I mean, there's, there's nothing to this life. I came in, I die, and I go, and nothing, and I get recycled. No, 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 no. Jesus Christ died for you, and he gave you life. Discouragement, the regeneration experience, helps all of us through the periods of discouragement. Paul said something. He said, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. I press on 
towards the goal. He started from somewhere. The place he started from was when God called him and then forgave his sins and then made him anew and then set him birth a process in his life. And Paul said, even me, Paul, I press on. He said this scripture after he has said, after he has said that, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his suffering, being made conformable unto his death. Paul said, I know this Christ. I know him at some point in time, I became born again. At some point in time, he put his life in me. He forgot all of my sins, but you know what? That is not enough. I press on. I press on. There are ups. When I'm in the upward moments, I press on. There are downs in this life. When I'm down in the valley, I press on. You're listening to me this morning. Press on. Press on. Keep going. Never lose hope. Because God who gave you life, he will take you through the challenges. Don't be discouraged. Regeneration and sanctification. And When God saw all that, he made a determination. He said, you know what? You are justified. Bible says that let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Say it. Let the redeemed of the Lord stand here and testify of the goodness of God. Let the redeemed of the Lord say that, yes, I have been redeemed by Christ. I press on. And I know that no matter the ups and downs, God will take me through the process. And eventually, Paul said that I will be called, God called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. When you are 102, when you are 110, when you are 99, when you are 105, God will take you, just like he took Stephen into heaven and say that, come home. Regenerated, positionally, set a course for our lives, all backed by the power of the Holy Spirit, went through the ups and downs, and eventually, we will go home. Church, my encouragement to you this morning is do not forget the day that that new life came to you. Because that is the beginning of a fruitful journey till the day you leave. And I know that you might be sitting here, you're struggling with some sins. I suspect that life has not been that smooth. I suspect that sometimes you question all these things. But there's a still small voice speaking to you right now that never lose hope. You are a new creation. You've been born again. You've been sanctified. You've been received by God. You belong to the family of God. You are a royal priesthood. A holy nation. A peculiar human being, one that God has called and planted your feet on a rock solid ground to stay. You are the righteousness of God, a planting of the Lord, and the Lord will bless you, the Lord will keep strengthening you. And whatever you're going through this week, may Jehovah show forth his mighty hand in your life, overcome what you're going through, subdue what you're going through. Because there is one who lives in you. His name 
is the Holy Spirit, the embodiment of the power of God. Shall we be on our feet? More than a conqueror. That's what I am. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new one. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. All things are passed away. I'm born again. More than a conqueror. That's what I am. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. I just want you to just spend little private moment with your God right now as the keyboardist ministers. I want you to remember the day you raised your hands. The day that Jesus Christ came into your heart. It was the beginning of life for you. I want you to just lift up prayer and thank God for that day. Father, we just want to thank you. Lift up prayer. We'll reflect on our lives, oh God. Every single person here, oh Lord, we thank you for salvation. We thank you that you made us new creation. Every soul represented here, you took them in, oh God. You forgave them of their trespasses. You loved them. This morning we are grateful. This morning we thank you. I just want you to just commune with your God right now. Beloved of God, just, just lift up prayer. This is a private moment. Just express gratitude. Don't be uncomfortable with the silence. Just pray to God right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up prayer, lift up prayer. We thank you, Jesus. PIWC, we give you glory, Lord. Thank you, that you found us. You found these ones. Father God, you justify, forgive them of their sins. We are grateful to you this morning. Continue to pray. I just want you to pray that the journey ahead of you, it's only the Holy Spirit that will help you. You see, you experience the regeneration so that you can live your life going forward because life was given to you. Pray that the Holy Spirit will lead you through the rest of the journey. Let us even begin from the rest of the week. May the Holy Spirit help you. Whatever you're going through, you belong to the family of God. May the Spirit of God help you. Lift